Welcome back to another episode of The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and the best part of waking up. Today's guest is an absolutely gorgeous and hilarious stand-up comedian, actor, and writer. She's a regular correspondent on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah and co-hosts the popular podcast from Comedy Central and iHeartMedia, Hold Up with Josh Johnson. Let's give a big juicy welcome to my friend and yours, Dulce Sloan. Hi, Dulce. Hi, my friend. <laughs> How are you, my dear? I am good. Listen, I got new hair on. Mm-hmm, I Titties know. Out. Thank you. Thank you. That's I good. Am, red tips. Red, giving you a little copper ombre. By, mm-hmm. And I got like this ponytail. Uh, Leslie just called it my uh, Pebble Flintstones hair. <laughs> but I have been wanting like an up, like a high-low, up, Mm-hmm. Up high, down low situation. And the good thing about this is that where the part is for the ponytail is a moon part. So it's lace. Ooh. Ooh. For the part. That's... And then I have this band that I need to show you um, mm-hmm. because I know you wear wigs. Because I'm not good at gluing things down because my forehead's very short and my mm-hmm. hairline is real strong. Mm-hmm. And it's called like this wig band. And it's literally like this oh, silicone. I have one of those. I have one of them. Like, like it catches onto it. And you don't yeah, have to that's what I'm wearing down. right yes. now. Because sometimes yes. even with the combs, Mm-hmm. Like, my hair is cornrowed down, so it's going to slide back. And I'm like, oh, yeah. this is, there's men out here, bitch. Like, I can't be, <laughs> there is men and black women out here. My wig cannot be. It's a band with these little, like, attachment things for those out there. Um, little and knobbies. It grabs, it grabs your wig so you don't have to glue it down. It's gorgeous. It's one of, yeah, it's one of the greatest inventions. Like, you can whip your hair around with it. Truly amazing. And it's, yeah, especially if you want to keep your edges uh, nice and clean. <laughs> It's the only way. <laughs> it is. It is the only way. If you're if you're a fan of edges, uh, <laughs> and you do wigs, wig cap, the band over that, mm-hmm. wig. Over, and I'm like, okay. And like, I finally learned how to like cornrow good. Yes. Because before, you know, she, that was not on my black card. Um, I didn't learn until lockdown how to really just get in there and tighten it up. Right, and then before it was, they're still not go outside cornrows. Hmm. But they are still going straight back, so they're, I still look like... They're going to cornrows, and that's that's good enough. You don't want cornrows from me. I have African hands. They will... <laughs> no. Beat it. You will braid my eyebrows. Beat it. One of them bitches braiding my sideburns. I was like, ma'am. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show, because I've always, I, we've, I've wanted to have you on for a while. And, yes, because uh, <laughs> I was like, I know if Solomon do not ask me to do the juice. Well, I wanted you for a while, but yeah, we've been we've been shit talking, gossiping uh, individuals for it's been I say six, seven years since your since like a month before your Conan. Did I meet you when I moved to LA right before? I think I met you at Bridgetown the year before, maybe, but it was like yeah. a, in passing. Probably in passing, but I definitely remember the first time we like had a conversation was you were looking for spots and you did my show before your Conan said. Yes, because I moved to L.A. on a Thursday and then Conan mm-hmm. on Monday and then had to fly out to do a college the next day in, like, Ohio or some shit. So what happens, like, yeah, you came, came to town on Thursday, you met me on Friday to Conan on Monday. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's a very busy, busy week. Very busy. Very busy. <laughs> but I remember telling you that, like, your Conan, because your Conan set was so good that, like, everybody was talking about it. And I literally did Conan a year after you, mm-hmm. almost to, like, the day, right? And... 
I remember people were like, well, what were you thinking about? I was like, I just want my Conan set <laughs> to be as good as Solomon Giorgio's Conan set. I, first of all, that is always, you're always way too kind to me. Um, I'll take, <laughs> believe me, no. I've, I've already fed my ego about it. So it's, it's good. <laughs> it's been seven years. I feel great about it still. Out here still living, inspiring the children. Well, that's, I was going to talk to you about your life in general because I know. Well, gossip. First of all, where'd you go to college? I went to college at Brunel University. It's a mm-hmm. private women's college in Gainesville, Georgia. And you were you were in a sorority. I lived in a sorority house, but wasn't in a sorority. You were, I, you were in the house. So what happened is the uh-huh. Alpha Kai's, their num- they got real choosy during recruitment. Mm-hmm. Their numbers got too low, and there weren't enough girls to fill up their house. So they asked girls that they knew. We were all like theater majors because a lot of the Alpha Kai's yeah, yeah. were theater majors. And so we were friends. So they asked girls who were friends with them to come live in the house. So the bottom room, like the bottom floor was non-members and then the top floor was members. So they wanted girls who were like, if they were doing like a meeting or something like that, wouldn't be like, oh, I wonder what like their ritual and all that. Like, yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> so and my friend, I went, also it's like, I'm respectful of the organization, right? Yeah. So I live in a sorority house, but like the thing is, if you were not on the front porch of the Alpha Chi house, Smoking cigarettes with them? <laughs> you didn't know what the fuck was happening on campus. So, because we had this place called Sorority Circle. And mm-hmm. so, so it was the Zeta house. I was friends with all, I had a biggest family in Zeta, wasn't a member. Yeah. I'm talking about Zeta Tau Alpha. So these are white sororities. So there was Zeta Tau Alpha, then there was Alpha Delta Pi, and then there was the gazebo, and there was a the theater building, and then it was the Alpha Chi house. So they called it Sorority Circle with only three sorority houses on the whole thing. Okay. But it wasn't a big circle either. It was a cul-de-sac, basically. So... Okay. There was the porch of the Zeta house. You kind of got some tea. The 80 pies, they ain't have no tea at all. Drop, drop. <laughs> Alpha Gam and Five Mu was across the street. So Five Mu's never had no tea. Alpha Gam was good at keeping a secret. Alpha Kai's, on the other hand, motor mouths. <laughs> motor mouths. Also, it's a women's college. So two weeks out of the month, we're all on our periods. Uh huh. But the good thing about it was, was like they would give us like when we start school, they would give us like pajamas to wear to class. That's amazing. So they would give us like these Brunel pajama pants. Mm-hmm. The colors were um, gold and black. And so it got to the point because a lot of us still had relaxers. So it was like you'd wrap your hair and you wouldn't comb your wrap down for whew, weeks. Why? Why are you combing down this wrap? There's only bitches here. For what? That's, Why? That's that, like just getting to walk around in pajamas and a bonnet. And just... Oh, there was some. I'm talking about scarf, tied up, <laughs> hair wrap. Some of them girls didn't even wear bras. Well, the white girls Ooh. didn't. A lot. Some of them girls didn't wear bras, but it was just like it was. We never got. I mean, my senior year, when Friday I started getting dressed, and everyone was like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "To class." This shit is. I gotta put clothes on at some fucking point. But God, there was this girl Tiffany who was dating this white who was dating this white boy named Cotton. What? That was his nickname. That's how country she was. I think to this day, they're still married. Oh. And Cotton was wild. I just, just, I'm just imagining her saying, I got to go pick up Cotton. You're like, what? Yeah, or Cotton's coming to get me. It was a wild oh, no. sentence to fucking hear. So I remember her and Cotton used to argue. They break up all the time. And so there was one time where she broke up. Like, when she broke up with him, the whole fucking campus broke up with him. Oh. We stopped letting him in. And then she lived in the sorority house. She lived in the, I think she stayed at the house across the street. Some of her sisters wouldn't let him in. He would come to see her. They, I mean, they literally ended up getting married. But it was drama 
from freshman year till this bitch graduated with cotton. <laughs> and he was just country and wild. Um, then there was this girl, Habersham, who... <laughs> so the county... Because she's so country. Uh, she came from one of those places where there was one high school in the whole county. Habersham? Habersham County, Georgia. Isn't that also the lady from Great Expectations? I don't, lady Ms. Habersham? Habersham? Yeah, she was the old lady that was in the um, the wheelchair that I would think, wear a wedding dress. This might be a B and a V situation, but it's okay. probably about the same word. Habersham, she was wild. Her real name was, I think her real name was Leah. But we just called her where she was from because she was country as shit. <laughs> so sometimes, boy, so boys couldn't be in the dorms. Okay. They could only be in the dorms from, I think, noon until like midnight. And this included people's dads. And so there was one girl, like, her dad came to, like, help her with something. And some girl, like, called campus security. And the next day, like, later on that day, we were, like, in the lobby. And this white girl was like, you called security on my dad? <laughs> and the girl was like, there's not supposed to be any men in the dorms before noon. She was like, bitch, it's my dad. <laughs> and then we're just sitting there going, I mean, it's her daddy. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is fucking wild. like bitch you're wild she's like those are the rules and she was like my dad I was like this is why I was clapping these girls are wild but what was the most interesting thing about going to that school is that there was like white girls who were the first generation in their family yeah. to go to college there was one girl she was the first person in her family to graduate high school dang and this is a white girl yeah they must have been in the woods woods girl the back of the woods and then <laughs> Like, so country, you're getting raised by your grandparents. Woods. <laughs> and then, but there were black girls there that were not only the third generation in their family to graduate college, but they were third generation Deltas. Oh, wow. So, like, your mother and your grandmother were Deltas. So, that's, it's like, black girls with money. Yes. Some black girls with money and then just regular old middle class me. And <laughs> then white girls who... Like, because for me, my mom told me I couldn't join any sort because she's like, I'm not paying for it. I'm, I'm not going to help you. Calm down. Yeah. But then these white girls, like, their parents, seeing these white girls' parents break their necks to be able to afford for their daughters to be in these sororities because it was like, I'm not my white sororities, because it's a status symbol. Like, in the yeah. South, the sorority thing is a status symbol. Of course. Whether it's a black sorority or white sorority, it's a status symbol. So, but we would do wild shit. We used to kidnap my friend Megan, <laughs> uh, mainly because she was the swallowest one, not because she was the only white girl. No, there was another white girl. But Megan was small enough to kidnap. So we would kidnap Megan, throw her in a fountain locker in the Mac lab. Um, there was one day where she was sitting in her room and she couldn't find her, because her roommate was the one who always set her up. Uh -huh. And one day we went to get her and she was like, I can't get anybody on the phone. And you heard, we heard her say it as we were walking to the door. She's like, huh, I can't get anybody on the phone. Oh, no! And then I kicked the door in and then we grabbed her and snatched her. But... Uh, the Alpha Chi house, we didn't do, we would do goofy shit, like, so in one of the other dorms, with the freshman dorms, we would ride the mattresses down the stairs. Mm -hmm. We tried to do it at the Alpha Chi yeah. house. Okay. Well, we ride the mattresses down the stairs because, one, when there's no men around. Yeah. Uh, you do your homework. You get to hold off places of off, like, you know, get to be in student government. Um, yeah. and then just do silly shit. Because you're not distracted <laughs> by men. Yeah. So we are riding mattresses down the stairs, but the key to doing something you're not supposed to be doing while you're in college is to do it with your RA. That's, that's the right thing to do. I can't 
in trouble for this. You're, you're the, the one that would write me up, and you're the one. You were the first one on the mattress. You can't snitch if you're the snitch. The snitch can't snitch to the snitch. <laughs> So, and then the Alpha Chi house, the stairs were too wide. Now, the stairs were just as wide as the mattress. Mm -hmm. So, we tried to ride the mattress down the stair, but then it stopped. So, we're like, what? And they were like, oh, man, I don't know what to do. What do we do? We're trying to figure out. I was like, bitch, get more mattresses. <laughs> so, we just got more mattresses, pushed out. So, we like, so the stairs were three twin mattresses long. And they put a pile of pillows on the bottom. So, we had like a landing pad. That's what we kill ourselves. And then I had a, a sleeping bag from like some recruit, some retreat thing we had. And so we were just in the sleep. And so there was two sets of stairs. They actually had like, there's like three ways to get upstairs yeah. in Alpha Kai house. And so there was a long staircase that the mattresses were on. And so then we would run up the other stairs that faced those and run around. Yeah. So there, all the sorority girls were upstairs. And I was riding down with them. And then one of the, the president of the sorority, Allison, she pops her head out and she was like, because also it's like three o'clock in the morning and it's Tuesday. Yeah. And so she was like, uh, listen, um, I really need y'all to, mind you, she's talking to us and her eyes are closed. I really, like, this is against house rules and I don't really <laughs> want to have to write up my sisters. So if y'all could keep it down, that would be great. <laughs> One of her sisters, so one of the other girls, whose name escapes me right now, was in trouble all the time. I think she's the reason that El Sombrero lost her liquor license one time because she was drinking underage. In her defense, <laughs> El Sombrero let the whole town of Gainesville sleep drink underage. Of course. And so... You live in Gainesville, Florida. You should be allowed to drink underage. Oh, this is Gainesville, Georgia. Oh, Georgia, Georgia, sorry. So this is Gainesville, Georgia, poultry capital of the world. <laughs> It's on a water tower. And I was like, do we eat more chickens or kill more chickens? I don't want to say them. So Allison's like, I don't want to write up my sister. So I need you guys to like calm it down. And then, what was her name? Bethany, Beth, some shit like that. She's at the top of the mattresses, top of the stairs, in the sleeping bag, ready to go. Like, my, either the same pledge class or like best friends. And she looked up and said, um, isn't your boyfriend spending the night also against house rules? And then she goes down the fucking... And we were like, <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Allison. <laughs> and then she was like, y'all have a good night. And then she just closed the fucking door. And then eventually, and then she closes the door, but then her boyfriend goes, they know I'm here. Can I come out now? And then so he pops out. And now he's riding a mattress. But the thing is, there was an RA. Yeah. She wasn't doing it because the thing is, the RA only applied to the girls that weren't in the sorority. Yeah. So the Alpha Kai's, when they had, they were like, okay, the RA has no jurisdiction over us. Mm -hmm. So even when the boyfriend popped out and we're riding the mattresses down the stairs, because it was in there, I guess, their half of the house or whatever, she couldn't do anything. And eventually we're just like, I was like, hey, friend, you can't do shit, so you might as well just come have fun. <laughs> she's like, I don't think, she's like, all right. And I'm like, now we definitely can't get in fucking trouble. But yeah, just dumb shit like that. <laughs> dumb shit. Just dumb shit. <laughs> Campus was like a god gossip. Uh, high school was a little... Mm -hmm. High school was different. Um, 
One is a crime that I cannot divulge. Okay. Um, I respect that, but you will tell me later on outside of this. Yes, show. definitely. <laughs> no, I think I already, I already told you about this you on my might birthday, have, and I'm trying to remember the graduation party thing. Oh so, yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry for the listeners, but again, that is truly crime. <laughs> truly fucking crime. It is. Um, <laughs> but another crime. <laughs> but another crime that happened was there was some Colombian dudes. Uh huh. Um, and I was a very diverse high school. Mm-hmm. To the point where my freshman year we were in, USA Today is one of the most diverse high schools in the country. Dang, they're keeping track now. Now listen, <laughs> and always have been. At the time, the school was still like 45, 42% white. By the time I got to my senior year, the school was like 25 black, 25 white, 25 Latino, and then uh, 24% Asian. Okay. And then 1% was like other, right? So very, very diverse school. And like a lot of my friends were... Mexican, Colombian, El Salvadorian. Well, it's because you speak Spanish, too. Right, because I started speaking Spanish when I was a little girl, yeah. and it's just who I really hung out with. Mm-hmm. One day I was at school, and they're like, and there was, there was just like a buzz. I was like, what is happening? What's going on? But it was like in between classes. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? So I saw my homeboy, Titanic, and I was like, yo, what is, what's happening? And he was like, oh, um, Big O robbed a couple of convenience stores. <laughs> Just a couple. <laughs> Just a couple of convenience stores. And it was Big O and then, a, and then another dude. There was three of them. Mm. Big O and then I think another guy might have been named Oscar or Chris. Something. So it was three of the Colombian dudes. And one of them was, girl, was uh, in a relationship with a white girl. And that girl was pregnant. Damn. And like when you could just call her vibe, I'm like, oh, you are too middle class for teen pregnancy. I don't know what happened. You must not have had adult supervision. Also, I found out that most teen pregnancies occur from 2 to 4 p.m. Yeah, that's during school time. <laughs> that's after school before your parents get home. Yeah, that's the best time to do it. Well, that's why I lost my virginity. was around like 3.30. And so... I lost mine in the middle of the night, but I was 19. So. Hey, man, listen, you got <laughs> Nice work if you can get it. Different stories and for your person. <laughs> true. So... They robbed these stores, and it was like... They robbed these convenience stores... And then they tried to rob a bank. <laughs> what was wild about it is that they tried to rob a bank in these two convenience stores and they didn't get caught. The person who was the driver snitched. Oh, you. Okay. Okay. And because one of them pistol whipped a clerk. Oh, yeah. They were about to do a bunch of fucking time. Mm-hmm. But the driver snitched. Damn. So he wasn't going to really serve as much time as the other two. Called That's called a plea deal. Uh. It's called a plea deal. And he <laughs> pled. And I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, when you you plea like that, even if you end up serving time, they have to put you in different places. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to get your ass put. Um, There was that. Uh, one of my neighbors was on gangland. Because <laughs> one of them pistol whipped a clerk. Oh, yeah. They were about to do a bunch of fucking time. Mm-hmm. But the driver snitched. Damn. Be- so he wasn't going to really serve as much time as the other two. Look, that's, that's, called, that's called a plea deal. Uh- <laughs> it's called a plea deal? And he mm-hmm. played. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I think he ended up having a... You know, when you, you plea like that, even if you end up serving time, they have to put you in different places. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to get your ass put. Um, there was that, uh, one of my neighbors was on gangland. 
Mind you, I'm in Norcross, Georgia. Like, this is not... Like, we lived in this area when, like, the Latino population was starting to grow. Yeah. So, and even the black population... This is a very white area of town. Because when we moved there, once you got, like, 10 minutes from... So, like, our house was, like, 10, 12 minutes from downtown. Yeah. And if you kept going 10, 12 minutes up, by the time you got to Duluth in 1996... You were in the country. <laughs> heavy. You were in the heavy, heavy country, right? And so I'm watching white flight in real time. Oh, yeah. And then there's all these Latinos and black people and Asian people coming in. And so you have people whose dads were in gangs in Colombia. <laughs> yeah. Or in Mexico or El Salvador, right? And so the, th- but you're, the reason you live there is your parents... You know, a lot of guys that went to school, but some of them would have to leave school sometimes to go help their father with their construction mm-hmm. business. Or one of my friends used to get in trouble a lot. His parents have a nav- bought a Navigator when the Navigator came down. Oh, yeah. That's a $70,000 car. Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember the fancy. Friends- I've watched enough cribs. I remember right. <laughs> or one of my friends, their parents bought them a Mitsubishi Spider <sighs> for his 16th birthday. So we're not poor. Yeah. No one's poor. <laughs> but your first generation in this country. Yeah. And then your first generation, and then your parents who immigrated are getting money. But they still have the same, they have the old country yeah. mindset. So, like, one of my friends got jumped in his front yard. Oh, jeez. And his dad came out to fight. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're not going to jump my son. Not- no. In my front yard. So it was always so confusing because mm-hmm. I'm just like, what? I literally looked at one of my homeboys one day. I was like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> you live in a nice area. What the fuck? But they were still out here just acting, just bugging and th- just acting. And I was like, you know what? This has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Look, 90s is a very precious time. 90s is a very precious time. Everybody wanted to be out here, in the words of Cardi B, bugging and thugging. <laughs> um, everybody's clothes were too big. Even the Looney Tunes had on Giant Jeans. <laughs> they did. Oh, I can't leave you with this fun, wild fucking thing. Okay. There was this boy that was trying to holler at me and my friend at the same time. And the uh, nerve of him, once you saw his face, the audacity. To begin the with. The audacity. To begin with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the p- unmitigated. Audacity. Audacity. Audacities, audacities. Right? And so me and her figured it out. Uh-huh. And so what we started doing is putting notes in his locker. <laughs> But what we did is we would type up notes in his lo- and put them in. They would be typed in like wingdings. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then he had to decipher this note that had been and slipped wingdings. into his locker <laughs> and fucking wingding. I love this. But his name was James. And I don't remember what the notes would say, but we would just giggle and giggle and giggle and giggle <laughs> and put these notes in his locker, right? And so it was like my, beginning of my sophomore year of high school. And I remember one day coming to school because I'd like hang out with my homeboys and mm. then, you know, I'd go to class. And my homeboy Titanic would usually walk with me to class. And so... (laughs) Okay, go ahead. It's okay. (laughs) Because, yes, to this this day, I'm still friends with him. I believe you. And when I talk about, like, when I talk about my my, my Mexican family, that's his family. I love that. So my niece, that's my assistant. Oh, yes. The Titanic. That's his family. I believe you told me. I I remember heard this name before. So it's sophomore year. And so we're putting the notes in the locker, blah, blah, blah. And this is, like, the fall. Uh Uh-huh. And... I had on this, like, velour dress my mom had got me. 
mm-hmm. with like this gold belt on. Yes. And like a kind of like a loose velour dress. Mm-hmm. And usually I was like, I was I would go hang out with Titanic and then hang out with my friends over there, go to class. And there was something that just kept telling me, don't be where you usually are. Okay. I don't know what it was. It must have been the Lord. Uh-huh. It was like, don't be where you are. So I just kept feeling this need to just be everywhere else until class started. The school started like uh-huh. 7, 10. It was wild. 7, 10, 7, 20. And then school starts, and then I'm in my homeroom, and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. This was my sophomore year of high school. So this was like 98, 99. Uh-huh. Fast forward 10 years later, I'm hanging out with Titanic on New Year's Eve. We're yeah. going into 2008. I'm hanging out with him because, like, after we got out of high school, like, after mm-hmm. we got out of school, we, like, dated for, like, a second. And then we realized, like, ah, we should be friends, right? Yeah. So I'm hanging out with him one night. And mind you, he was, so, he has changed his ways. But let's just say we were hanging out on New Year's Eve. He did not get sober until January the 3rd. Okay. So he partied. Yes. And so we were sitting outside, staying outside. I was like, I'm a little tipsy. It's like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. And he's talking to me. And then he said to me one day about my, uh, so our friend who had gotten jumped in the front uh, of his house, his dad showed up. Yeah. The reason I got to be friends with him is because the dude that started a gang in my neighborhood, he always had an issue uh-huh. with my homeboys because they were friends with black people. Yeah. Even though this boy had been trying to sleep with me <laughs> forever. Oh, okay. But the first boy I ever dated was his cousin. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's a lot going on in Singleton Road is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm sitting out there talking to him and he said something about like, because I was asking him about our homeboy and he was like, Yo, he stopped some girls from jumping you. And I went, what? Because he said, my freshman year, which was yeah. my sophomore year. So these girls that were friends with, with the James, dude. Okay. the dude from the notes in his locker, had sent these girls uh... to jump me. <laughs> but the reason they couldn't jump me is he said they didn't jump me because they couldn't find me. Oh, because you weren't where you were supposed to be. Because I wasn't where I was supposed to be. <laughs> and then our homeboy, because the one that got the the one that his dad had to help yeah. fight, I'll call him a uh, little O. Mm-hmm. Him, the reason me and him got tight is the one that started getting in the neighborhood would try to jump them all the time. I was cool with them. And so I'd be before school and they'd be like, yo, we're gonna jump little O and Titanic and da-da-da-da. So they talked too much. He was saying all this shit because I think he was trying to impress me. Yeah. But I had, a, I had a third period chemistry class with little O. So what I would do is be like, hey, um, I don't know if you know this, but Turtle and them are going to jump you after school. I didn't say shit. Have a nice day. And only because only reason I was telling little because like I knew him since yeah. seventh grade. And I didn't like Turtle. Because <laughs> he was an asshole. Yeah. So I would go and tell little O what happened. Uh-huh. And so there was multiple times that they were ready for a fight. Because there was one point where, like, Turtle was like, how do they keep knowing that we're going to jump them? And I'm like, I don't know. This is crazy. how they figure it out? And that's how it ended up helping you and out. And so, so he told Titanic, told me when little O found out, found out that those girls were going to jump me, he went to old boy and said, you're not going to touch her. I see. That's So he called him off. That's the right thing to do. We Truly. <laughs> Truly, because the number of times I had been like, hey, yo, man, these dudes is looking for you. Cack, 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 bye. And gave him a heads up. Look, that's the rule. You save a life, they have to save yours. 
Save a life, have to save yours, you know, you streets. So, but again, we're still in the fucking suburbs. This is very confusing. We're like, you know, you know, middle class or middle class. <laughs> but it's so funny because before I got on, I was like, I don't have, I don't think I have any high school gossip to tell someone. <laughs> That's an absolute lie. You gave me all the drama tea. I get all of the drama and it included me <laughs> directly. But also, I never had a boyfriend in high school. Neither did I. So what you, what you trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, when I got out of school, there were guys that were like, hey, I had a crush on you in high school, but I didn't say anything because I didn't... Also, a lot of people thought Titanic was my boyfriend. Uh-huh. It wasn't. We were just best friends. They were like, well, I wanted to talk to you, but I was afraid the Titanic and them would beat me up. <laughs> and, then- and I was like, well, what were you going to do? Because <laughs> if you were, you know... If you were going to be a nice boy, yeah, you wouldn't. You shouldn't have to be worried about that. None of that. But that's correct. Yeah, I'm, but yes, I'm glad I was able to give you the tea because I truly <laughs> thought I had you, nothing. You had nothing running out, but uh, we do have that. You gave me more than I need. Honestly, I do apologize, friend. <laughs> no, what you apologizing for? I'm happy you did. <laughs> I'm happy I got it all. How dare you apologize to me like that? I'm excited you're here. I'm happy. I've, you think I don't want it? <laughs> I wanted more. I have to stop it because there's a time limit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing making me switch gears. Oh, I didn't even tell you about my mama pulling a gun on the neighbors. You can't just start something off like that. <laughs> <laughs> we got to move on to the next <laughs> I'll tell you, you have, to, you have to bring me back for a part two. Yes, Jesus. Of course, there's going to be a part three, honestly, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you right, you right. Okay, Dulce, it's time to read a couple of the juicy submissions we get from our listeners. It's it mailbag time. time. So I'm going to read these. Uh, we're going to give them a rating. Uh, they're dry, boring, yes. mm. moist, slightly mm. tantalizing, fully okay. juiced. You love Juice. it beginning to end. It is salacious and wonderful. Uh, you so, know, we don't use the word salacious enough. I, I, it's, it's, it's facetious, salacious. I love these. I love a shush. <laughs> you know, it does give you a shush. That's why, that's why the word delicious is so fun. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you uh, this first entry. <clears throat> Here we go. I worked the night shift at Walmart for a while. And at one point, there was all kinds of gossip going on about how there were a couple of women working the night shift that were having sex with people for money in their vehicles, in the parking lot, on their breaks. What the fuck? <laughs> it weirded me out a little because on my breaks, I like to just go for a walk around the Walmart in circles until my break was over. But I never saw anything, thankfully. Why are you thankful? I wish I saw something. First of fucking all, first of all, <laughs> why are you walking around the store you work in on your fucking break? It's a Walmart. You can't walk. A, it's it's a long walk to get out of Walmart. <laughs> I hear you. But if I'm on my break at a job like that, you walk around all day anyway. That is true. But some people like to walk around. And I also hear it depends. You. It sounds like so she could have been a cashier. She could have been trapped in one, one post oh, all day. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. I'm going to say that this is... um. What is the rating for disappointing? <laughs> it's, you're, you're talking about dry. It's dry because what it didn't do, this is what you did to me. You got hot water. Mm-hmm. You got tea. Mm-hmm. You never combine the two. Yes, here's the thing is that uh, I, I it's, it's moist to me because it's something that I'm mm. very interested in. I like people, I like the idea of people making money in a Walmart parking lot. 
what I wanted more. That's the thing. It's like I, I want. I wish. I wish something was seen. I wish information was offered. I wish there was some men that got caught in the caught in the web. Uh, What's the next step above dry? Uh, moist. <clears throat> no, you can, you can say no. You can say dry. You can say dry. Look, look. I think I'm gonna say dry only because what you did is you teased me. Yes. Yes. You teased me, and also you made no effort to get no additional information. <laughs> yeah. That's all were, right. uh, also, were any of these women caught? How did you find out? This is How all, do they start this? This is all the How information did... we know. This is all <sighs> the information. I'm sorry. I know. That's we want more. Give us here's the thing. There's brevity is wonderful in every possible way, but mm. when it comes to the juice, we want to be, we want it all. We want mm. it all. Um, but we have another story. We have another, we have another okay. submission. Right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. A few years ago, I worked at a sex shop in my mid-sized town in Indiana. I was hired nearly on the spot by the very talkative manager, which is, you know. Big red flags, but I needed a job. Within my first shift, the manager, Sherry, told me way too much about her husband and her extramarital sex and kink activities and how I would need to lie to her husband when he called and came to pick her up. They shared a car, so I ended up seeing him many times a week. I also saw her boyfriend, or daddy, all the time. No kink shame, but to be honest, she needed a little more shame. Uh, the best, though, was that I learned through Sherry that she was also having kinky sex with Helen, a manager of another store in town, who was the ex-husband of the former manager of the sex store that I worked at and who had died at the store less than a year prior. Whoa, whoa, okay, 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 okay. That's not even the final sentence. <laughs> anyway, I worked there for about a year before leaving for a better job. It was a fine place to work, mostly selling cheap lingerie to strippers and making sure old men didn't jerk off in the DVD section. I, I, I love Sherry. <laughs> I love her. I love her. Hooking up with the ex of the store and the manager and the, 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 the dad. And like had a daddy and like, I was like, share, like <laughs> don't tell my husband about nothing to this. <laughs> Now you're adding now I now I now I am culpable. Yeah, if you ask me to lie about your extramarital activities, I will probably hop on board very quickly and very easily. Salacious. I will I will put on a wig and pretend to be another person. Listen, every time he comes in, I got a different name. <laughs> this is this is fully juiced. I'm I'm fully juiced. wet as hell. Fully juiced. <sighs> I mean aquafina. <laughs> And that's the mailbag. Thanks so much for sending in your mail. Reading your submissions, always best part of my week. Okay, Dulce, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with the juice line. Welcome back to the juice. I'm here with the lovely Dulce Sloan. All right, Dulce, now it's time in our show when we go to the phone. We call it the juice line. And I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Amanda. Let's patch her in. Please hold. Hi, Amanda. I, this is Solomon. I'm here with the wonderful, the lovely, the delightful Dulce Sloan. Hello. You, you have a piece of wonderful gossip. I want to hear every single detail. Okay. Dime, 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 dime. So it is, the story is a little bit on the short side, but I think you are going to really enjoy this. I think this is right up this podcast alley. So a friend of mine was, this was a few months back. She was telling me about a like destination wedding that she had gone to where everybody mm-hmm. was like staying at this hotel and whatever. And, um, so the story that she told me was 
So the bride was in her room, you know, getting her hair done, getting the dress on, getting all ready and everything. Mm -hmm. And then as she's like getting ready, she realized that there was this like piece of jewelry that she was supposed to get from her mom, like a necklace or something to wear. Mm -hmm. And she couldn't find it anywhere. And so she's like, oh, shit, I better go find my mom. And so um, she's the bride is going down the hallway trying to find which room her mom is in. Doesn't exactly remember which room it is, but she knows it's like a couple down the hallway, like on the mm-hmm. left side or something. And so as she's going down the hallway, she comes across a room that the door is just slightly ajar. And so I thought this would be kind of fun if I take a pause for a second and have your thoughts of what you think that <laughs> she might have seen as she poked her head in the door. There's only two options. Mm-hmm. One, her soon-to-be husband banging someone else. Bridesmaid, her sister. Two, Mom banging someone else. Three, mom banging soon-to-be husband. I, I feel like it's a sex thing, but I want it to be like something else. Like she realizes her mom has been her dad this whole time. Something like that. It'll always be <laughs> <laughs> kind of twist. <laughs> but that's just, I'm letting my imagination run wild, but I want to know. Th- I'm so yeah, excited. So those, are, those are all some of the same things that I thought of when I was first hearing the story. First of all, also, thank you for letting me to imagine. Thank you for letting me mm-hmm. to, to wander. See, that's, thank that's you. part of the fun of it. Just like thinking about what could it be before yes. you hear what it was. Yes. Okay, so she pokes her head into the door. And the first thing that the bride sees is her soon-to-be mother-in-law sitting on the edge of the bed with basically mm-hmm. like her back kind of up against the like headboard. And yeah. then had like she could see a part of her dress kind of draped down her shoulder. Mm-hmm. And so as she walks in further, what she sees is her soon-to-be husband (laughs) sucking on his mama's titty. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Your mind goes in so many other places, but this, this is where it goes. This is what happened. Just suck it on his mama's titty. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many questions, right? Well, you can nurse as long as you have a supply. So as long as there is someone to nurse, you will produce milk. But the The question is, this mom is like probably like in her sixties, like. Because like, he has he has to suck her titty every day for that to happen. <laughs> to st- yes, yes. <laughs> and if he's on vacation or something, she has to pop. <laughs> right. uh, this woman has been breastfeeding for what 30, 40 years. I mean, yeah, because uh, like it's you know early mid thirties or something, like roughly the same ooh, age as I am. So I mean, that so, or either that or she's empty, and this is just like a habit. I this don't know. is this is this is a this is a suckling on a dry. <laughs> dry <laughs> <titty>. <laughs> like no milk's coming out of there, buddy. It's, so it's just sawdust and, and shame. So wait, so oh, what did the young lady do? Okay. Tell me the marriage ended right there. <laughs> yeah, so understandably so, the bridemaid yelled something like, what the fuck? And just like ran out, you know, obviously, as any of us would, goes into a room, locks herself in there, not really is talking to anybody except for maybe save like a couple of bridesmaids and like her mom it's just her, like, what you, that like, eventually showed up. Like how the, the words you'd have to form 
out loud. Mm-mm. Like, what's wrong with you? Even do it I saw a grown man <laughs> sucking on his mama's titties. Yeah. <laughs> Breastfeeding. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, there's no feeding clinical. happening. There's no there's no food in those breasts. He is sucking on his mother's titties at this point. Oh, man. Uh, I actually struggled Yo. if, if I was going to go clinical with it or if I was just going to say sucking on some titty and I went sucking with the titty. No, you said, you said the right way. You said the right way. Um, the, you don't... Oh, man. You don't know what... Look, I, I'm just... I'm so happy. Was this the last hurrah? Because it's like you have your wife now? No. I mean, no, maybe. This is, this I think is just this a break. is something that's... Yeah, I think this is just a regular day for him. Amanda, I want to thank you so much. Oh, there's there's a little bit more. Just Please tiny, tell me like, everything. Yes! I want to know more. <laughs> that was the highlight, but there is a little bit more to add to it. So yes. obviously she cancels the wedding and tells one of the bridesmaids yeah. or the maid of honor or whatever, hey, tell everybody the wedding's canceled. Like, sorry, get the fuck out kind of a thing, whatever. And so the announcement that was said, now this is like a direct quote, was due to unforeseen circumstances, the wedding (laughs) has been canceled. (laughs) Unforeseen circumstances. Really? Imagine predicting that shit. Like, Absolutely. There's no way that any of this was foreseen. Uh, No kidding. So afterwards, obviously the bride kicked him out, whatever. And guess who he went to go live with after? After he was kicked out. If it, it's, it's, His, his mama. mama. That's all. Yep, of course. It's it's unregulated titty sucking time. That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you can have it whenever you now want. Everybody knows you might as well be the freak you want to be. Yeah, exactly, oh, exactly. God. Oh my god. I don't. I didn't. I don't. Ooh, mm. I. Shit. Yeah, you guys are both Damn. like the same reaction I had, like mixed into one. Like when I'm hearing this story, like what? <laughs> Because usually you start weaning when they start teething. Look, right. stop trying to apply logic to the situation. You are trying to figure out a way that this makes sense. No. There's no, no way. No, 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 no. You have to let I'm it. not saying, I'm not trying to make it make sense. I'm just saying, you start weaning them off of the breast. This is, it's a. When they start getting, babe, when they get three teeth, most women went, I'm out. He has full. Once he hit puberty, it's a fetish. <laughs> it's a fetish oh my god (laughs) were his parents still together uh as far as i know yeah so i mean the dad must have been somewhere else like maybe helping you know the the no 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 no. that that is the true (laughs) fucking scandal look hey they might be just taking turns that's true i never thought of it that way or maybe you got i mean you got two of them right Oh, this. This is. That would be such a weird, that would be just another weird turn for the story. <laughs> oh, she shut the city down. Unforeseen. Um, yeah, exactly. Thank you. thank you so much, Amanda. This has been truly one of the most delightful call-ins I've ever had in my entire life. Just conversations I... <laughs> I've ever been able to participate in as a human being. I am so glad I was able to share this story with you. And I'm God. so glad I get to see your fabulous wigs. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. I hear people talk about them all the time and I never get to see them and there they are. Look, I've I've been bullied a few times, but you you've been you've allowed access and that's hey, the people out there that want to see the wigs, maybe uh get some gossip together and get a chance to I was gonna to say get in. a good story and come in. <laughs> and the rest of Solomon's house is just as fabulous. And Amanda, you've set the bar. So <laughs> oh! <laughs> this girl set a high jump. You understand? 
Somebody's oh. gonna need a javelin in an Olympic trial to get over this shit. Thank you. Let me take a bow. I will bow. Thank you. Girl. Thank you so much for taking the time to tell us. Yes, thank you, <laughs> you have so an much. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful day. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Um, this is probably one of the best days of my life. <laughs> I got you... to hang out with a good friend. I got, yes. I got nothing but mighty good tea for the last hour. I'm, I'm content. <laughs> I am complete. I mean, could you imagine mm-hmm. on your wedding day? Yep. Yeah. Looking for your mama just to give you that something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, piece of jewelry, and you see this fucking ooh, Oedipus complex ooh, in real time. Yeah, that is. You know that is that's that's our episode, and um, it was a really good one. It's this, a really this good. Was, ep- this is a really good episode. Woo. You like you made it good. <laughs> she made it good. It was honestly. Thank you, because you know what. If I never record another podcast again, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one to go out on. If I get struck by you, lightning after this, I'm good. <laughs> I'm telling you, somebody's going to listen to this in their car and swerve. Someone's going to swerve. Someone is going to be on a freeway being like, Mama, uh, titties, what? I'm telling you. Where's where the DMs where you get where people are like, I fucking swerved. I stopped on the freeway. I, I dropped my eggs. Like, somebody is going to fucking. <laughs> oh, I, okay. Well, I love you so much. I love you. It's always good to talk to you. Let's chat soon. Um, Definitely. Have a wonderful evening, my dear. Bye, baby. Nothing but a great thanks to the always hilarious Dulce Sloan for joining me on today's incredible episode. Check out our podcast, Hold Up, from Comedy Central and iHeartMedia, and go to dulcesloan.com slash tour for her stand-up tour dates. As always, if you want to hear a story on the juice, send them in by visiting teamcoco.com slash heyjuice. Please remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us all those beautiful, wonderful stars. We deserve them and we want them all. And thank you so much for listening. And as always, have a juicy day. This has been a Team Coco production. <laughs> <laughs>